They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's it went? all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends shop hustle blends at www.hustleblends with a z Dot com coffee and jesus all day baby hey what's up guys it is your favorite uncle uncle to the t i am your favorite uncle with the barbecue sandals on living my life with the dickies jumpsuit and a boosie fade hey y'all it's your favorite auntie the rich auntie uh you feel me like this week wow. it's been like uh reaching deep in the bag huh yeah, yeah. deep in the bag <laughs> <laughs> all right guys welcome back to million dollar conversations podcast it's your favorite rich auntie i just could not let him slander me like that uh patrice and tried me first all right go ahead now's your time i'm the treacherous one we in the building you know what's up you are you married to treacherous on. like do you do you want that to be like the I am, you know, I'm okay with it because I feel like in a lot of ways, not in life, but when it comes to like basketball, I am very treacherous. So I'm okay with the treacherous one right now. Like the treacherous one? The. The treacherous one. The, you know, when people say. You want the in front of your name. Yeah. Like refer to me as such. The. The. Okay. Yes. The. Like on Love and Hip Hop, the Bambi. The Bambi. Like they say the Bambi. You put the the before my name. Completely understood. I'm glad that we all know. Respect. Um, we know how to address you as such. All right, guys. We want to welcome you back to another episode of the podcast. Y'all, how are y'all doing? How's your week, man, sweetie? My week has been awesome. I mean, a four-day oh, weekend God. at wait, that. Wait, wait. Excuse me. Yeah. Sweetie. I was too excited. You're giving us your corporate, your corporate update. Awesome! Like, can you not? Can I not be myself? Is that Go what you're asking? Tweety, you know what? Be, be free. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now that I got the mic to, to me, I can speak about me. Huh? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. It's been an awesome week. Um, got a lot of rest. Got a lot of time to reflect. Got a time to do nothing. Because sometimes we just, if you if you really see our agenda and our calendar, we really be on the go. So this couple, three, four. Three, three to four days has been like a mini vacation to me. It's uh, reminded me of like the staycations Tootie and I used to do all the time when we were um, young in the game and just started to date. And we had, you know, just days where we would like 
<laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to have to mind our business. We're going to have to put that on the Patreon. But anyway, <laughs> can we address certain things? The fact that, like, we've been sending y'all these invoices. We've even been sending y'all invoice reminders. And guess what? To no avail. Left on red. To no avail. Yep. Is this how y'all do people y'all like? I don't know. Like, these, these folks right here be funny. But you know what? We're going to keep the content rolling. So, we are going to have a little shum, 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 shum for y'all. I actually like... um this part of the podcast because it's cute and it's fun and it's fluffy before we get to the conversational part. And I think I literally want to name it the warm up. Actually, I was thinking like the little shum, 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 because I always address it as such. It's a little shum, How shum, about shum, the shum. warm up? Like, you know, before you're about to do like, uh, before you're about to play a game. Okay. You, you do warm so um, fans of Uncle T, Team Uncle T, it is the warm up. Team Rich Auntie. It is the shum, 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 shum section. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the 12 months of the year. I'm going to give Tweety six months and he's going to give me six months. And he has to come up with a song within three seconds to remind him of that month in the year. Okay. Y'all, y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to give you July, th- wait, July, August, September. <laughs> <laughs> you count on your <laughs> Are you that kid? I still? Like, uh, I, you know, know what? I never counted on my hands when I was younger, Neither actually. Neither did I. I mean, African uh, education. And I never else. pointed at the book and read either. My, Not No offense to people who point at the book and still. read, but it's not okay we're gonna move on all right i'll give you july through december so i guess i'll go jan through june okay. all right you ready to go first uh okay uh what about january oh you started with me yeah oh okay 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 um oh, you can start with all right me. no no, I, no i'm ready i'm ready i'll go ahead i'll get okay. my feet wet i'm fine you know all right go ahead january uh carl thomas emotional okay february <laughs> oh that's a good one uh nivia 25 reasons wow <laughs> Uh, because it's love 25 reasons why i'm still in okay. love with march, you we, did, we didn't ask for it all right all right that's march fine. um march it's a drake song um worst behavior oh it's yeah. starting to get march, warm outside we were on our worst behavior in march yeah we, we were, were no pun intended <laughs> So, you know, it's time to warm up outside, you know. Worst. <laughs> that never loved us. Okay. Never uh, loved us. Uh, okay. These renditions All right. are just not. All right. It. That's fine. That's fine. Damn, I almost forgot what, what comes up. April. April. <laughs> um, April, I want you to give me. Uh, la, 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 la. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I, it's my time up. No, I got I to gotta redeem myself. Um. Okay, for some reason, I want to say it's a Petey Pablo song. Helicopter, wave your head. No, that's like a little too. It's a little much. Okay. Um, okay, you know what that song by Juvenile? Uh, I think it's called Radio. You know that song? I don't know. I was not that deep into. All right, let, okay. Deep into the bag. Are we in May? Y- yeah, May. Uh. Three seconds is up. I know it is, but I thought I, I thought I'd be ready for Just the summer months, and I'm not. Just name oh, a song. Oh my god! Don't overthink. Just name a song. 
Okay, I have to say I'm partial because a lot of my favorite oh my songs goodness. are wintery songs. Y'all see my problem? Because <laughs> in my mind, a lot of these songs, Just I feel like you jam them through during the winter. Okay, okay, I'm going to say a song by No Name. Uh, that one song Nobody I like. Nobody knows who this person is. She's not even out there. But anyway, oh, okay. Go ahead. All right, and then who who's next? Uh, was June? Is yeah. my last one? Yes. All right, June. Go ahead and give me. Um, just for the sake of, give me. Uh, give me a Meg song. Just give me. You know. I like that savage. The remix. whole point is to, okay. So that's the song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. All right, July. Why'd you lying? Why'd you always lying? Is it your turn or my turn? Why'd you always lying? Okay, Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm waiting. I said July. Okay, July. Marcus Houston Circles. You know what? I was thinking about him for March. I really was. He almost made it for March for me. All right, uh, August. August, I will pick August Alcina for wow. no known reason. I, no, no, no known reason? Okay, we're yeah. going to let you slide on that one, Uncle T. Go ahead. What song? Um, give me August Alcina. Uh, his new song is called uh, Jada. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. It is. Seriously? No, I'm playing. It's not. I was like... <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh my gosh. I was like, wow, he's a troll. Wow. No, okay. I'm not going to pick August Alcina for August. August, I want. Give me. Um, tank. Give me, no, 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 no. You don't want a tank? So. No. I feel like tank uh, is you great. You'll never make my top 10. Tank is great for August. Uh, Wouldn't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> give me. Shout out to the 40 plus club that love that song. Dang, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck now. I feel like it seats hot. Okay, go ahead. Um, August, give me Kirk Franklin Smile. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why not? That's cute. We're going to add a little sprinkle some there gospel up in there. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Um, September. September, uh, I feel like so for some reason September is like a workout season for me. Like I get I get my life back and a flat tummy appears completely in oh. September for me. Oh. I'm, I'm prophesying. Oh, okay, it's prophetic. <laughs> okay, uh, so we gonna keep it with. Uh, well, you know, Meek Mill get me hype when it's workout time. He be yelling. I don't know what he's like. Hold on, wait a minute. Oh, oh yes. The yeah, gathering that, yeah, song. The intro. That's what No, call the ga- it. I call it the gathering, the gathering song. song. <laughs> when you go and gather <laughs> all your people. And you hold hands. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let me go get my let me go get my people. <laughs> and then y'all hold the wall. That's it. That's, that's it. it. So I, okay. That's it. Oh, all that's right. cute. That's a, that's beautiful. Yes. All nice. right. Um then we have October. October's very no. Um uh October I want I'm feeling Maxwell. I don't know what song. Probably the whole album. He, oh, because the temperature dropping. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one song where he make you want to put on a scarf. Yes, you know, be be godly. <laughs> so you want to put on a scarf with a pea coat? Yes. Is that the vibe you own? Yes. Is that so? The Uncle T tribe can find you with a pea coat and a, and a scarf. Whether we got somewhere to go or not, Tweety said he gonna have on a scarf and a peacoat. I'm doing a photo shoot for myself by myself <laughs> outside with the leaves of this tree that's sitting outside. Uh-huh. 
me standing in front of it as the leaves fall. It's going to look like a R&B album from yeah, the 90s. like I'm dropping the hottest R&B album of 2020 because it's been that good of a year. All right. All right. Okay, November. In November, I want, you know, let's, let's do uh, Tupac Changes. Because mm, November, you, you're going through the changes. You're going through like, the changes. You're looking back on the yeah. year. Because now you realize, like, oh, wow, it's yeah. only a month left. Yeah. Okay. What have I done mm-hmm. for the year? So changes. Okay. In December. December, give me some Tasha Cobbs because I'm praising God because my birthday coming up, uh-huh. Christmas coming up. Uh-huh. There's so many things to be thankful for. True. And the New Year's coming up. So I'm like, I'm looking back. I want like a Tasha Cobbs. Break every chain because God has truly broke every chain. That's it. That's it. So you was doing Maxwell in October. Yeah. Leaning against the tree crying. One no, tear. No, no, not crying. One tear. Reflecting. Just looking. You know when you gaze off uh, and just take a nice I mean pose. that's how I was feeling for January with Carl Thomas. Emotional. I just feel like you know those rides to the gas station that song be playing. You be like Ain't I can tell. Right. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, that's not the that's I miss you know, you know that song. Who sings that? I like that. That's a tune. That's a tune. Who sings "I Miss You"? I think it's Case. Yeah, it is. I think it's Case. He he really he knows how to put a lot of emotion in songs. Like it's like the hood, the hood in them just yeah. come out. It's he's it he's, he's very sensitive. Yes, it just man, y'all. We have to give y'all a dedicated music podcast one day because Tweety you know, and I talk a lot about. You know what? We could just flow into that. Yeah, but we, but we have notes. Yeah, it's okay. Forget no. the notes. We flowing right now. We're free. Tweety, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you today and Tweety, you're me. Tweety, well, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> notes. Notes. I'm like, no. Tweety, we have to go by the notes. No, flow. No, Tweety, okay, we're f- not flowing. They're going to want to watch. We're going to get emails about, hey, y'all should have just stayed on that just a little longer. We were having fun. I mean, y'all, and if y'all only knew that this may be at least 40% of the conversation conversations we have in a day is about like music just pop culture Film. media just things and people and places and placements of things um so we do talk about that a lot because obviously it's media is one of so i have a, question a huge for influence you. i am totally you today so what do you think the videographer who was filming bobby and whitney was thinking as he was i think he loved it I think Every he loved moment. it. He went home to his his wife, and they had sardines and crackers for dinner. And they talked about what what was happening. No, he thought it was incredible. Oh, like it was groundbreaking. He was like, "Guys, I can't even tell y'all about what this is going to be, <laughs> but it's going to be massive. It's going to shake the world." And true enough, it did. Bobby and Whitney, however toxic, a masterpiece. They absolutely. I never thought. I, you know, I wasn't even grown enough to know what was going on. Definitely but not. I never thought that somebody now as a grown up would outdo Ike and Tina Turner. But Ike and Tina didn't really have like, not that I was grown enough or alive enough or even conceived enough at that time. But, you know, I think that they didn't have like the chemistry that Bobby yes, and Whitney did. had. Like, like I could tell when you looked at Bobby and Whitney again, however toxic, we are not glorifying toxic relationships we're talking about music however you could see the very real chemistry between both of them and it's like oh they actually like each other like they actually spend the night in the same house they might not even be in the same bed but they are in the same house okay so okay we're gonna fast forward and they beating on each other 
Not one person is beating the other one more than. The, <laughs> never mind. We're okay. not gonna go there. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna stop you and put a pin on that. That was just a question about just the videographer. You mm-hmm. went a little further. Thank you for the research. No problem. Uh, but now I'm going into a deeper question because you know we flow. When you flow, you flow. I did not Today, agree. To I'm flowing. flowing. I did not agree. All right. To flowing. So what happens? We okay? have notes. Okay. This is your last. Don't question. be that person. Well, this is your last question. Okay. My last question is going to lead us into a further discussion. Sure. So, what do we think about? Christian artists who do contemporary music with non-Christian with artists, secular artists, secular artists, uh-huh. and um, we hear that song for the first time, and we're like, "Well, we're just gonna cancel that song because it was with so and so." What What are your thoughts on that? Oh man, I don't know. My personal thoughts. Um, I, to me, I am really big on messages. I'm really big on like the meat of the sandwich. Not so much the bread, not so much the sauce, but the meat. And so I'm really big on messages. Um, I And there's some things like, you know, spiritually when it comes to like praise and worship music um, or just all together, just inspirational music. Because all gospel songs, all songs in the gospel and Christian genre are not praise and worship music. Some of it is just inspirational and it's supposed to make you feel good and make you feel happy and, you know, get you together. And so if someone who's a secular artist hops on that And it's like, you know, a bop, so to speak. I don't understand necessarily the criticism from um, either community to that. But I do understand the confusion of receiving that because it's like, okay, what do I do? Do I because music gives us direction um, as to how to feel, what to do, what to think, blah, 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 blah. Um, So that's just kind of how I don't really have a direct feeling about it. Okay. I agree with that. Um, in, in, in a way, I feel like we could get so caught up in y- being so used to artists doing the same thing that we don't realize that they actually have lives outside of the music. Right. That we don't know how to separate the two so that we don't think that this person's friends with that person, even mm-hmm. though they do Christian music. music right. The music world is so vast. Mm-hmm. And you, so small at the same and time. And so small. So you don't know who is intertwining together, even through a label mm-hmm. or same building. Yeah. Um, and whether this person is getting ministered, ministered to or not, you'll never know. True. So when True. you hear a song, you're like, wait, who's with who and why are they doing mm-hmm. that? It makes no sense. Or when you're putting like the magnifying glass on a Christian artist just because they know what the new drake song is and it's like oh you're You're not supposed to yeah you know it's just like i mean i don't know when it's music i i don't know what it is but i just feel like um we have to definitely seek clarity on it and where we are with it you know there's some people that listen to Nuck if you book and they immediately go fight somebody. Like they immediately go and like, you know, be like, Oh, I'm a get totem pistol ho like they just wanna like, you know, go and just really nuck if you indeed do buck. However, um, there's some people that are like, hey, it's just a cool song. It really don't do all of that. And it, it, it's it, it's at sticky. the end of the day it's, it's, it's this. Music is worship. And I think it's yes, important sure. to understand what you're listening to, um, whether you um, as, as a believer, it's important to understand what you're listening to because you got to know what you're entertaining. Mm. And for me, it's important to know who's who on a song because I need to know what kind of lifestyle they're living and what they're ministering to me. 
because when you're hearing it at that point you're being ministered to true therefore you are saying pretty much amen to yeah, you're agreeing to yeah. what they're saying mm-hmm. no matter how old you think it is and it's bringing back memories you remember this remember that like it's really you're agreeing to the message mm-hmm. even though you're past that phase mm-hmm. is really bringing you back to that but we're going to digress we're going to now jump into our actual topic wait no i wanted to sit there for oh, really? a second okay go ahead for a second okay you back um i've never been a violent person but nuck if you buck gets me like you know it gets me excited okay so why does it get you excited i think it's the culture behind the song i think it's the um i mean maybe overall the intention behind the song but also um, no, I'm going to lean more on the culture of it. Like when it comes to, and we've always talked about on this podcast, Christ over culture, you know, when it comes down to the come down and when it comes up to the come up, hello. Um, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> it's not the Rona. It's not the Rona. Um, how, okay. Go ahead. I'm just trying to gather myself. Go, go ahead. It's okay. Go I had ahead. like an air bubble in my throat. Um, but I just feel like we can attach ourselves to, not we, myself, Patrice, just me, um, can attach ourselves to certain songs due to what they mean to us culturally, what they mean to us as far as memories, what they mean to us as far as just having a good time, what we equate having a good time to being, um, I believe that the swag surf is the Negro national anthem. And I feel like it should be in history books for my children to read. Um, <laughs> however, wow. mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not being judged. I'm just, <laughs> I'm asking questions. You know, my children would be your children too. Right? I know. I'm just, uh, I'm asking questions for them when mm-hmm. they, when they hear this, like why, but go ahead. It's the horns for me. Um, but you know, like music, it just draws you. It really does. Right. Um, I, I think that you evolve with music that you can be able, especially as a believer, to where you can be able to be like, I see why I, I see why I like that song. Mm-hmm. But now being a believer, I understand what it represents. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when I'm listening to it, I'm not listening it with the intent to go fight. But I do realize that there are people out there who listen to it with the intent to fight. Right, Therefore, and it takes am, them there. Yeah. I am guilty by association mm-hmm. when I listen to it. Even though I know what's right Mm -hmm. and somebody else may not know what's right, I am guilty because I'm not saying, no, that that ain't it. I'm saying, yes, that's it. And -hmm. at the end of the day, if you know, you know. True. And you can't unknow it just Mm -hmm. like you can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. So when you know something, I mean, the Holy Spirit has a funny way of just reminding you. For me... For you, it might be Nuck If You Buck. For me, it might be Chief Keith. It might be a new artist. It might be something that I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. And then the Holy Spirit will just drop in my spirit immediately when I'm trying to listen to it for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I want to get a lot of work done. I know exactly what I'm going to listen to mm-hmm. to get a lot of work done. And the Holy Spirit will just drop in my spirit right there. I'm like, turn that off. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. Because he's convicting me of something I thought was innocent. And how many times as believers do we think that something is completely innocent? Until the Holy Spirit shows us like the different onion layers of what something could have meant. And then what it manifests later on. Right. See, it's like it is it's like you you can appreciate the song and you feel like no real remnants of what the intention behind the song is in that moment. In that moment, it's literally just a song. 
Um, but then later on, you never know what could linger. Like I always, Tweety and I have had this running joke and even people who know me know, like I just, I can literally have like a, a DJ set for like running songs about like broken heartedness and just hurt, (laughs) hurtness. And like, I just, I just can pull a lot of them out of nowhere and here I am in a fully committed relationship, a healthy relationship, and then like I could play that song and just sing it like it's nothing. Blase, blase. An hour later, we had Sonic getting mozzarella sticks, and I'm like, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. He's like, okay, you want a marinara? Or did you want ranch? You know, like it's, it could go there. It manifests later on, um, and it's. I think it's one of those things. I think what we're trying to draw up in this conversation, Tweety, is like awareness versus ignorance right when it comes to it right so six years ago i wrote an article Mm -hmm. um about five or six years ago about music and how a nugget few bucks song was less about the lyrics yeah and more about the anthem behind it Mm -hmm. and the movement behind it Mm -hmm. music is more about rhythm it's more about messaging Mm -hmm. and also about collecting people together for a cause mm-hmm. so when people are doing like you know what's the new one um the, the, the one you just mentioned bougie ratchet bougie whatever oh savage right people are identifying to those different people yeah. like i know when i'm ratchet i True. know when i'm bougie i know True. when i'm sassy they're identifying to these three different uh categories of people and they're saying as a black woman I, or a, a woman of color, because mm-hmm. I don't believe there's a lot of <laughs> Karens <laughs> claiming to be out there. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways. Karens, please write in. <laughs> if you are sassy, bougie, nasty. <laughs> hey, I could be Come on, Karen. Info <laughs> and hustle <laughs> Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. It, it's just a joke, y'all. I it's it's the Gwenny's after dark. <laughs> You know, somebody can just pull that clip and this is what they said about Look us. at them. <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> okay, okay. Back, okay, back to what I was saying. All right, so, we're back. We promise. Okay, we're back. We're, we're behaving. <laughs> All right. So when people are pulling from these three different categories, like it could really bring about the 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 realness behind it. That's why people like it. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's actually what people are. And I'm saying that when you really study music, and I, I believe I am a music connoisseur, I'm a, uh, I, I understand what is going on behind the lens, behind the mic. I can see people through their music and through their words and through their lyrics, even if they don't write. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I know that there's a certain sound that people are looking for in this season. Um, and in this season, people are looking for a sign of refuge, or a sign of hope, a sign of unity as one as a black culture so it's like it's it's really coming to that place where we really have to be mindful that we're not worshiping songs and idols and musicians based off of their god-given gift Mm -hmm. which they may be misusing Mm -hmm. and you may be calling it the greatest thing you ever heard right and living in it yeah and living in the um, living your truth through the um, falsity, falsity is not a word, guys. I know it. Of that it song. Sounds right. It's, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hence our conversation um, things that sound right, but they ain't. So, anyway, 
Yeah, I, I like that little skirt skirt we did right there. Tweety with out of, long the, one. out of the shum 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 section. That's called the shum shum shum, shum section. section. All right, guys. So or we're gonna the warm up. All right, thank you. If you are team rich auntie or team uncle T, please write in and let us know which side you were on. Um. Anyway, both are winning sides. I'll say that. Um, we are one. We are going to go ahead and jump into our business conversation. In our business conversation, we're going to talk about forecasting and what that really means. And also recycling and creating new ideas, new content. How do you do that, Patrice? All right, guys. So um, we know that right now we are in an era of it's not a whole lot of live events, not a whole lot of in-person conferences, not a whole lot of touching in you know, physically agreeing. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can create those experiences virtually. And a lot of things, a lot of doubts that surface with that is like, is it as hard hitting virtually? Is it as impactful virtually? Um, What can I do to create content? If I'm already an existing entrepreneur and I understand that my space, if it once was in-person networking groups every week or if I was, you know, having having a physical office where I meet people every week and now I don't. I'm Zoom calling. I'm doing this and that. I'm trying to recruit new mm-hmm. new clients. What do I do? And so we are encouraging you to, hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. I had no real reason for saying that. What I was actually trying to say <laughs> is, listen, if you if things you've done have worked before, you can use them again and use them to a better benefit. Um, there is nothing wrong with creating virtual content and also creating it consistently so that you can go ahead and mend that net and grab more fish. Right. The fear is this. It always worked. So now I have to reinvent myself. No, you don't. And we have a fear of doing things differently aside from things that have always worked. Right. So I believe that the fear is actually failure Mm -hmm. that I'm going to go on here. I'm going to make a fool of myself. I'm going to present an idea that people may not like or people may not want. Therefore, I'm just going to back up from it completely and say, hey, I closed down the shop. I'm done. I would say just as there was enough space for you physically out here, you know, when you were. Um, doing face-to-face networking or whether you were um, setting up. I don't care if you were selling Girl Scout cookies in front of Walmart. If there was that space that was available for you, make a new space online. Everybody is on there. Okay, everybody is on there. Everybody got a little something, something in their pocket. I'm convinced, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a little shim, 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 maybe some remnants of the stimulation check. And you can really get out here and get these fish. I think it's just about um, believing in your presence and believing in your message. And I think that it all comes down to your message. Whenever you have doubts of um, whether it can work, go back to your why. Go back to why you started in the first place. Go back to why it worked in the first place. Reach back out to some of those old clients. I believe the, um, I'm not going to make a very strong statement on this because I don't know. I, I can't say it full out because I haven't been in business for 20, 30, 40 years. But I think cold calling um, was effective because you could actually reach and have a relationship with people on the phone when people picked up the phone. I am of the demographic of people who do not really pick up the phone like that. So so I think that reaching people where their eyes and ears can immediately go there and at their own leisure, they can go back and play back whatever you said or did, such as a podcast. If you want to start a podcast during this season, if you want to go make YouTube content, Instagram content, um, Facebook content. If you want to get in the lane where ain't nobody really at. Is anybody on Periscope anymore? No. Oh. 
Well, maybe don't go there, but, uh, <laughs> or, but just, or do go there and start something new. Go there and wait for them to come. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody's on there. You know what I mean? Just just find a lane and consistently be in that lane. Let me ask you a question, sure, Patrice, and listeners. Everybody, if I say these, t- the the first and last name of this person, everybody's gonna know exactly who he is. Okay, mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong. Who is that? Why are you always giving me history pop quizzes? Who is You know Neil? it's not my strong. Okay, he was the astronaut that landed on the moon. Absolutely. And said one small step for man, one giant step for mankind. All right. Thank you. Listeners, 1962, y'all knew that. 1969. 1969. Okay. Even Stevens. Over 50 years you know, you ago. Know. Yes. Do you know that he was not the only one who took steps? Right. He also had somebody else in the actual, you know. Yeah, uh, there was three, I think. Two, but, three, three. I think there was one more. There's uh-huh. just two of them. Mm-hmm. Buzz Aldrin. Mm-hmm. If I said Buzz Aldrin, would you know who that was? Have no idea. My thing is this: reinventing yourself and actually catching a wave. It's not. It's not that he didn't get the same success. He mm-hmm. just didn't get the same light. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean that he was less successful. True. It didn't mean that he didn't take the first steps. True. It didn't mean that he w- he also wasn't known for being an astronaut. Right. He lived the same life. He got the same accolades, but he right. just didn't get the same light. The right. problem with people is this. Come on. They want the light. Mm. And sometimes the light is not going to be on you. Yeah. And what do you do when the light is not on you? A lot of people keep it off. Yeah. You never turn it on because you're you're concerned about it shining brighter than the person next to you, mm-hmm. shining brighter than what you thought it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that maybe it was made to be dim. Maybe your light was just made to be dim. Like it doesn't take away from your light. Mm-hmm. It just means that your light was created created specifically for nighttime. And your light and your light will catch. I like that revelation, babe. But and your light will catch um, the audience that it's supposed to. Right and and. and I think the perspective that we have on people um, is that when you have an idea, you got to hold it so close and so tight that sometimes you end up actually choking out the same idea that you're trying to put life into. True. Oh, you preach it. So for me, I try not to hold it so close because I know God's going to give me another one. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I know the source mm-hmm. of where I got the idea mm-hmm. from. Therefore, Lots of free game is yeah. So I, I don't have to choke out the one idea I got yeah. and hold on to it so tight that yeah. I end up making it my own when I know it's God's. Mm-hmm. That I know He gave me the idea. He gave me the the knowledge. He gave me the ability to be alive to see it through. True. So true, how am true, I gonna true. hold on to it? To my deathbed, a lot of people take it there. They take yeah. it to their deathbed. They take it to yeah. the funeral home. Yeah. To the caskets because they were just. Oh man, nobody got nobody. I'm just ah, and mm-hmm. it's not that I'm not saying go out go out here and tell your business to everybody. Right. I'm saying that go out and just do it. Yeah. Nike has the simplest slogan ever, and, and it's people, one of the most impactful. Right. And people wonder why they made so much money mm-hmm. because it's true. It's an action. Yeah. Just, just do, do it. it. A lot of people don't want to do the just do it part because the doubt comes in. Then the fear comes in. Yeah. Then the what ifs. Then it's not, you know, it's, yeah. it's not quite what I thought it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If you can't get out of that mindset, you'll never get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Because what God is asking of you, when God was asking Abraham of his son, mm-hmm. he wasn't waiting on Abraham to be like, you know what, God, I'm going down this mountain. Right. 
Abraham didn't say he's going like he didn't say he's going to kill his son when his son asked him. Right. Isaac is asking him if you Bible scholars once again, please read your word. Mm -hmm. He did Isaac um, when he's asking dad, like where where we gonna get the sacrifice from? Mm -hmm. Abraham's like the Lord will provide. Amen. And a lot of us don't want to be in that question mark area right. of like we instead of saying the Lord will provide, we say will the Lord provide? True. Question mark. True. Then we put Isaac on the actual <laughs> table and we actually go ahead with the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. That's the gift God is get. God promised him for so long yeah. for a male heir. Right. You know, somebody who's going to, you know, inherit his land. Somebody who is going to, you know, come from Sarah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not an adopted son. Mm -hmm. Not a son from his handmaid. Mm -hmm. But a son from Sarah. Right. So, in our minds, we have to understand that God gave you that that idea. Come on. That business idea. Don't be afraid to pour out. You will get poured back into. Th that's the problem. Nobody wants to pour out. We we doing driplets, little droplets. Mm -hmm. I said driplets. Salt <laughs> You know, we're doing drops. You know, yeah. we're taking that little, you know, eyedropper and we're like, that's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing great. Come on. I'm closing up water again. No, God has asked you to pour everything out yeah. so I can fill you back up by the morning. And I, I definitely see it as a lack of faith. We're kind of scooting into our faith um, topic a little bit here. But um, simply because, and I wrote about this in my book, um, we can't, our measure of, of great pales in comparison to what God has for us, because our measure of great may simply be subpar to God. And so as much as we think we're doing and are as little as we think we're doing actually does not even tip or fail the scale that God has, where it's like, no, if we have actually lean in and align with his word, like that's why it is so important. And I've, um, it's just been something that's been so heavy on me. I've been in my devotion this week of just going harder in the word of God because in those moments of that that dizziness and that okay what do I do next what do I do and we realize if we're not in the word we're literally just asking that question to ourselves what do I do and expecting ourselves to get an answer but instead when you say what do I do God and we're in the word of God and we're understanding the revelations and we're understanding what has been already laid out before us the victory that God has already promised um, for his people, then we understand that what we do next has already been, it's, it's already taken care of. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. People want the success that has been built on for decades. The mm -hmm. success of, of, of your grandfather is going to be different from your success. True. His success could have been simply learning. Mm -hmm. Like I want to learn how to read mm -hmm. and your success should be like, God could be like, you know what? I want you to build on what they learned. Yeah. I want you to write the book. I want you to they, exceed it. You know, yeah. they learned how to read. Mm -hmm. I want you to write a book. And your grandkids going, you know, do right. whatever. Yeah. I want your grandkids to write so well that they, you know, end up winning a Nobel peace prize or something mm -hmm. like just out that's where God is. That's how God works. He works in generations. Mm -hmm. So we want to expedite. Ex expedite. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> expedite. We want to expedite the process so fast that it doesn't work like that. Like God, God only works like that when you have faith right, right, on right. a thing. Right. So I'll give an example. People are trying to currently cancel Starbucks, which is ridiculous to me. Because I think they're over it, but there's some 
people still lingering. Starbucks <laughs> was. Do you know the first when the first Starbucks was uh, uh, was made as far as like the store? Uh, wasn't it in Colorado? It was in Pike Place, which mm-hmm. I believe in San Francisco. One of those, mm-hmm. one of Colorado, San. Somebody, listener, correct us, please. Let uh, us know. Don't have time for Google right this. now. Um, but that was in 1971. I know that for a fact. That was a very first store. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing my math correct, 1971 to right now, we're looking at like some 47, 50 years, 50, 50 years maybe 49. Yeah. 49 years mm-hmm. of consistency, 49 years of excellency, and a lot of failure, mm-hmm. a lot of trials, mm-hmm. like going through so many different things to where I believe that it's going to take a lot more than minions, mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Twitter fingers to cancel something that's already that's been in existence longer than some of us have. Yeah. Right. And we're doing that to a lot of things. And I'm saying that, look. We don't got to break something in order to build something. If you're going to build, just go ahead and build. Right. <sighs> you know, so a lot of people are like, I don't want to build from the ashes of Starbucks. No, that's that's not it. That's not it, sis. That's not it, bro. Like, I don't want that yeah. because, look, they earn their stripes. Yeah. I'm trying to earn my stripes. I'm trying to be the 19. 19- I want 2020 or 2019 when we first founded Hustleblings as a husband and wife to be a mm-hmm. monumental marker 30 years from now. Mm-hmm. 2019, Tweety and Patrice founded Hustle Blends. Boom. At mm-hmm. their one bedroom apartment. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what I want people right. to see. Right. And then they can look at, oh man, it's been 15 years. They did this. Mm-hmm. They had 55 locations by then. Mm-hmm. They had this by then. And mm-hmm. all these different markers are being hit because I know it doesn't take a one overnight moment. People mm-hmm. think you arrived out of the thin blue skies and you said i'm here we just got here guys yeah no we've been here (laughs) and people you know you gotta write your vision before you see the walls Mm -hmm. hustle blends was founded in 2018 by the way oh thank you Mm -hmm. Uh, two years in the making Um, we started operating in 2019 but so (laughs) my whole point behind all of this is to say that if you don't even have the faith right now when it's not even in existence, mm-hmm. how can you have the faith when God gives you the keys and, and you got to balance the employees, balance the checkbook, balance the lawsuits or whatever else may come with the the blessing? Mm-hmm. The blessing ain't going to just come by without, you know, some kind of work being required of you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want the blessing, but they don't want the requirement. They don't yeah, want yeah. the opposition, the fight, mm-hmm. the war that the enemy is going to uh, uh, expedite on yes. your life. Yeah. They don't want that. So instead of focusing on those things, um, we encourage you in this section to forecast Write down some things. I I truly believe in the power of putting pen to paper and seeing things on it because it really does help to this is true biblical manifestation, not just y'all buying a book and you know, oh, give me a new 2020 Nissan. No. Um so Actually writing those things down, writing the vision down, making it plain, making it understandable so that if anybody could go to it, they'd understand, oh, okay, I see, I see why, I see how. I I just want to, I want to encourage you on listening to what God is saying about concerning your vision, concerning the things that he has put in your heart to accomplish and complete. 
Um, we have this um, T-shirt, which was originally an idea that I had a while ago about just completing the task and not competing. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is that the enemy does want you to compete. Mm -hmm. He wants you to compete so you are not focused on what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. It looks like you're getting a lot of money. It looks like you're popular. It looks like you're getting all the fame and the accolades. It looks like everybody loves you. But the reality is you're not completing what you've been called to. Hey, Tweety. Yes. Do you know what the difference is between competing and completing? Yeah. Do you know what the difference is between the word and the world? Yeah. So guess what you'll take, guys, if you do one over the other? An yeah. L. <laughs> That's for free, guys. Don't worry. That won't be on the invoice. All right. So let's go ahead and move into the faith conversation, which we kind of already. I, I love how in, even when we're talking about business, we end up talking about just like like we had talked about on that one podcast, that one episode. Y'all, all these episodes run together. So if y'all ever like, you know, say like, hey, um, man, I'm on episode three. We're going to be like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> binge watch uh, or binge listen while you got the chance. Absolutely. You know, season one. <laughs> it, it's not all of all of this is for the it, it's free game. But it does come to a pause. So while you still got it, it does. You better listen up. It's, sure. it's available. Absolutely. Um, but uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, I do love how we talk about um, not just incorporating God in your business, but your business being in God. There is nothing that we would be able to accomplish um, without God. I know that there's a lot of people out there who have successful businesses and they don't believe in God. Um, and true enough, like there is no repentance of the gift of, of being able to make money and, and, and be in the marketplace ministry, so to speak. However, um, examine the real blessings and examine the real fruit of um, what's coming out of those things. And um, before you look at what's in somebody's pockets, look at just the peace they may have the joy they may have um just the all together just the long suffering they have are they patient any of the fruits check the fruit so we're gonna go into the faith conversation um and i believe we are talking about what are we talking about Tweety? you you're looking at the notes right now um i was actually looking at something concerning faith it wasn't in the notes but it was about uh we're gonna play a little biblical trivia just a little bit just a question okay. i have for you um, so how old was, since we were talking about Abraham, how old was Abraham when God finally revealed to him, uh, not revealed, but how old was he when he had, or when Sarah had Isaac? Ooh, throw out a number you think. I want to Something say, that's practical. I want to say he was in his eighties. Yes. Okay. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because sometimes we want God to like really work miracles in our lives based off of our timeline. Mm -hmm. And in order to actually activate the faith, you got to believe it when nobody else does. Oh, come on, including, somebody. Including, including yourself. Including yourself, especially yourself. And Abraham did not believe all the way. True. Obviously. Him and Sarah had plots like, hey, we're going to help our God. We're going to do this. Uh -huh. Yes. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I feel like faith is such a big topic that we don't discuss mm -hmm. 
as believers because we say everybody got it, even the mustard seed mm-hmm. of faith works. Yeah. But sometimes God is requiring a mango seed worth of faith. Yes. He's yes. requiring you to like look at that mountain and say, be a that coconut's removed. coconut's worth of you know? faith, yeah. But you're like, but I'm shaking, Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's tough, Lord. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's important, not even in the aspect of what these people went through, mm-hmm. but in terms of what he's presenting before you. Mm-hmm. Like, God will present a problem to answer the actual problem. Yes, yes. Come but on and go are out. waiting for the answer. Uh-huh. God is presenting you a problem. He's like, okay, like, mm-hmm. you want a hair. That, that's Abraham. An heir. An heir. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Maybe. You want a, you want an heir. I speak two languages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Just flex a little bit. Oh, uh, gosh. You know, you want an heir to your throne. I was sounding it right. Yes. Um, you want to heir to your throne, but I am going to present a problem. Right. This problem is going to cause you to walk in faith for all these years, Amen. obedient to me, so that when I present you this gift, you're not going to praise the gift more than you're going to praise me. Yes. A lot of people don't get what they want because God knows that they're going to claim that gift and praise that yes, gift more than, more than, than they, they will him. praise yeah. him. Yep, yep, so a lot yep. of us, we receive what God has, has for us. We run off with it mm-hmm. and forget about who gave it to us. Mm-hmm. God gave you the victory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if we start actually giving him the glory, how he will unlock our minds to give us more revelation. Right. He don't give revelation to people who don't use revelation. Ah! So in order for you to actually face first in my grits, y'all. So in order for you to actually get the next revelation, you got to stop clinching on the to one the he told you. One. Yeah. Yeah. To release already. Choking out the previous You revelation. are squeezing out 2019 yes. revelation and you're trying to pour it out into 2020 and 2020 got work. its own problems That's as it. you can see. As we all can see, <laughs> 2020 got its own bag so I'm that trying, nobody could have prepared for. Look, anytime God drops a word in me and he's like, say that to this person. Yeah. <laughs> Saying it. Yeah. Because sometimes we think we got to be in front of the pulpit mm-hmm. in order to reveal revelation. Right, right. right, right. Reveal it. Over yourself, yes. over your household. Yes. Start yes. speaking. Don't don't yes. worry about what people don't say. If you're at work, even if my work is downstairs, I'll be mm-hmm. saying random stuff to myself. I'm yes. like, well, next year we're gonna build this, yes. we're gonna do that. Gonna do I this. start yes. speaking yes. life over the things that God has said over my life. Amen. Amen. And people's problem is that they won't speak it because the the enemy is keeping them mum. Yeah. He's keeping them in an area of like confusion and fear. And fear like, and will it ever happen yes. for me? Yes. And I'm like, yes. if you stay out of if you stay in that zone, he will kill, steal, and destroy every vision, every revelation, mm-hmm. every prophecy, every word that comes to you, every preaching opportunity mm-hmm. that he gives you, he's just gonna steal. Let me explain something, um, and I want to give a quick shout out to um, one of the the elders at our church. Um, I call her OG, but um, her name is Miss Anna, and she made a very uh, a very great point um, in this past Bible study about rest versus you know what we sometimes in a worldly sense consider rest, and what is resting in the Word of God versus um, laying down and you know seemingly casting your cares away. Um, and I think that sometimes it gets preached to us so heavy to be selfish, to lay down. What is self-care? What is this? We need to lay down. We need to relax. We need to rest, catch a nap. Look, I am a firm. I am a new inductee. Actually, I'm not too new no more, but I recently got my pen in the nap ministry. I'm 
I'm what? You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tweety did bring me to one of the meetings Initiation. for the NAP ministry. And I um, am a card-carrying member now. Because mm-hmm. I never f- used to take naps. Yeah, it's free like a Sam's Club membership right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, plug that in, too. Plug that yeah. in. But uh, one thing I did used to, I know about myself is sometimes I struggled to sleep because there was so much going on in my mind. And it didn't mean I never got to sleep. So I, physically I was resting. But sometimes I would be carrying a bag as soon as I woke up based off whatever I was thinking about. And nobody's telling you to turn your brain off. I think that's where this conversation usually goes sometimes when you're talking <laughs> to people like, well, just stop thinking. I personally am not one of the people that that, that line works on. It just doesn't. However, what I do know is that I can rest in God. What I do know Amen. is that he will carry my yoke. You know, he will carry the burden for me that he went to the cross and willingly, willingly and intentionally died. And rose again because I don't have to, so that I don't have to carry that anymore. And so I just um, want to encourage everyone um, to restructure the way you see and feel and even respond to the word rest because it is not a hundred percent about just laying down in the bed in the dark watching Cheers. Um, I don't know if anybody watches Cheers, <laughs> but. I mean, it's it's a great sleeping show. We have a list of great sleeping shows that we can um, put on the website. $15.99. The taxes on this podcast right now, or not even the taxes, <laughs> but the, the bill. We were just adding a lot of stuff up. It's just going up. So I, I do like the verse that um, you did put on the notes. We're not even looking at our notes, y'all. We've flown with the spirit today. Yes, um, yes. So uh, you put the verse Psalm 127 verse 2 yeah. and it, it simply says this find yourself in this verse I found myself mm-hmm. in vain you raise you rise early and stay up late mm-hmm. toiling for food to eat mm-hmm. for he grants sleep to those he loves Amen. wait a Thank minute you, Lord. what's that talking about does that sound like my Nine to five right there. Does that oh, I don't know. Does that sound like me really hitting my head on the wall trying to figure out what's next for myself, for my family, mm-hmm. for my life, even though I don't know what tomorrow holds? Yeah, it sure does. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to live in the now. That's yeah, what that verse speaks to me. 100%. 100%. The now is right now. Even while we're in this podcast, it's right now. So you got to give it your all now. Yeah. And you're not giving your all to yourself. You're giving your all to Christ. Yeah. So when I'm restructuring my mornings, um, Patrice can, you know, be my witness that I'm not just saying it for the podcast, but I've started to restructure my mornings to give him worship first. Yes. That I'm going to praise him in the morning. Mm-hmm. Even if it's that one song that really get me there. Mm-hmm. And for mine is, is you know, refiner, mm-hmm. you know, that that's my jam. Yeah. It gets me there every single time. Yeah. So for this season, he's talking about refining. I I know about a year and a half ago, or I don't know how long ago, I preached about the refining process. Mm -hmm. And it's so so tough to refine something that is not refinable. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't refine plastic. It will Mm -hmm. melt away. Mm -hmm. And some of us are trying to refine that in our own self. Like, Mm -hmm. we're trying to be our own, like, problem solvers. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I know the solution. I just mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. I get I get three jobs in. We're gonna figure it out. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump there. I'm a and God is like, I just wanted you to be still. That's why I took something away from you. Yeah. I wanted you, I wanted you to hear me mm-hmm. in the problem. Yes. 
Yes. So every time you come come to me and you ask me like, Lord, can you speak? He's like, I spoke. Mm-hmm. I gave you the answer. Mm-hmm. But you're not considering that the answer could be the problem. And a lot of people don't know that. So it's like God speaks through the problem. There is a burning bush. There's a bush. There's bush. a burning bush. <laughs> African accent. I love I speak two languages. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for the plug. But, you know, Moses, I'm speaking through the burning bush. Yeah. Okay. Like we can go through Paul. At that time, Saul, I'm speaking through the blindness that I gave you so that you can see me. Come on. And a lot of people don't want to deal with the actual problem because Mm -hmm. it's like it seems like it's just why. Why would you do that to me? Right. Right. Have you considered that he allowed that to happen? For me, it's Mm -hmm. my salvation. I know that I got truly saved when I was drunk. Mm -hmm. My salvation came from that moment of Mm -hmm. conversating with the Lord in my drunken state. Mm -hmm. Therefore. I can't, it's hard for me to look at somebody else and be like, God can't save you. No, mm-hmm. if he can save me, mm-hmm. he can save you. Mm-hmm. So it's really important. I digress. I know I'm, I'm preaching. I'm going on a tangent. But I feel like God is speaking to somebody right now mm-hmm. and he's letting them know that, look, yo, bro, sis, you got to give that to God. Yeah. And you sure. got to allow him, give him the keys to your life mm-hmm. to arrange it. Mm-hmm. And you go back to him like we learned today at church. You know, you got to seek him. Yes. And we talked about we talk about that all the time in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Just seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answers for you, but I know he does. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and move to our relationship conversation. Let's get some transition music going. All right. All right. All right, guys. So what we are going to talk about today is um, this is not a letter, but this is something I saw on Instagram, and it had the people in a tizzy, Tweety. It's the first time I'm reading this, so let's go. A tizzy. All right. Uh, do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Um, Dear Prudence, is that? Is that no, you don't have to do <laughs> is that. Is that the name of the, the okay, person? Okay, Tweety, please. Okay, One sorry. job. <laughs> Fiance wants me to quit the job offer I just got because I make more money than him. Okay, so the fiance. Fiance and I have been together five years, engaged for one. I am a 28 year old female. He is a 38, I mean, 30 year old male. I just graduated from law school. I got a job to join a pretty big law firm, but my salary will be about three times about what he's making now. This has been the plan for a while. With how, uh, with how law firm hiring works, I got a summer internship with this firm back in 2018, worked at a firm summer of 2019, and got a full-time offer to start in September. Throughout the whole process, my fiancé has been extremely supportive, even driving me to a couple of interviews. But all of a sudden, in the last three weeks or so since graduation, he has started convincing me to drop this job offer and look for a job with a smaller firm or a nonprofit. He kept saying it was because of the hours, the stress, but finally we had a huge argument about it and he said he did not want to make less money than me because it would be like I'm the man in the relationship. He even went as far as to say that he wouldn't go through with the wedding if I didn't get a lower paying job. Mm. I think this is absurd. This is a dream job and I've worked extremely hard to be able to get this job. It's with one of the best law firms in the country and it's the opportunity of a lifetime. And I don't think making less money than me makes him less of a man. He has a great job that he enjoys and he's very financially stable in his own right. 
how should I talk to him so that he knows that I still have love and respect for him so I don't care about the money while making it clear that I absolutely will not turn down this job offer mm, that's deep okay first of all dude you're tripping let me tell you why because I believe that it's your pride talking right now dude yeah I'm talking to dude are you talking to the dude okay. yeah dude x okay um you can't let your pride get in the way of who God has called you to be with which is your soon to be wife mm-hmm. and men got a lot a lot more men than you think have this problem mm-hmm. uh, a pride a, a prideful ego um and women too mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. You end up competing with the same person you live, you live with, with, you sleep you're next to, with, yeah. you're building with. Yeah. Like you guys are building two separate houses to live in. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Look at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, upstairs is better than downstairs. That makes no sense yeah. to me. It's yeah. the same house. Yeah, for sure. So opportunity is not just for her. Uh-huh. It's also for you. Right. That you're intimidated that she makes more money than you speaks a lot more about you than it's than her i think that it's it's healthy to have the conversation that even if he was coming to the place where he was coming to grips with the fact that i am intimidated by this i will feel like less of a man if you make three times what i make however i think that where it got problematic was when he said i will call off this wedding i think that that shows a more deeply rooted issue in that because I mean what does that mean exactly does it make you less of a man to make less money pride multiplies Mm -hmm. and then after it multiplies it divides Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know quote me by the way Uh, Uh, but I think that when you have that prideful part and I'm I'm saying this from experience mm-hmm. I've been there mm-hmm. um, to where you know I didn't have between me and Patrice I didn't have the higher paying job right. so every job I looked for I wanted it to make something equal mm-hmm. or more yeah so now it became like, oh, I, I hate what I'm going to be doing. But guess what, Patrice? <laughs> You're going to be making money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the Lord had to convict me of that because yeah. it's like, dang, like, is that the only thing you have to offer your wife money? Mm. Can you offer her time? Can you offer her love? Can you offer her yourself? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of men think that if I can offer paying a bill, this is the 70s, 80s, 90s yeah. men. Yeah. And in, in, in two, early 2000s, too, of if I pay the bills and you just sit at home and you look pretty, I mean, I did my job. I'll also go on record for saying this to both sis and bro who are um, talking. And then we're going to give the update. Um, what is is not what always will be. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to stand firm on that. Um, there are situ- situations flip like they flip like some curls in the 90s, honey, like they will flip real quick. And the thing about marriage, the thing about that commitment is that you are in it, whether it flips, whether it divides, it conquers, it subtracts, it, it adds, regardless of anything, who makes more y'all are supposed to advance regardless of if neither one of y'all got a dime to y'all name, y'all still supposed to advance. You know what I mean? So don't ever, um, not that it's, 
you who was being problematic, sis. However, um, lawyer Bay is what we'll call you, mm-hmm. and um, problematic. Not Bay is what we'll call him. <laughs> um, because, I mean, I truly feel like I think it's healthy to have conversations before you actually say I do about some of the issues you do have issues with. You know, I thought that was a good step in the right direction. But let's read the update. Mm, there's an update. There's an update. All right. Thank you so much for the candid advice and all your words of encouragement. You're welcome, even though we weren't the ones that gave them to you. But, uh, <laughs> I hope you made the right decision. I hope it's not black Twitter. <laughs> uh, fiance and I had a long conversation today, and unfortunately, he does not think he can get past his hangups about my salary. And I know how hard I work to get this particular kind of job, and I'm not willing to give it up so easily. We talked a lot about the root causes of it, and he was raised in a family with a very strong traditional gender roles and conceptions about the role of men and women in the family. He did acknowledge that the job was important for me and admitted that it would be foolish for me to give this up. So we're going to contact our families tomorrow saying we've called off the engagement and he's moving back in with his parents this weekend. This sucks. This absolutely sucks, and I think this is the right decision for both of us right now. I'm crying my eyes out this weekend, binge-watching stuff on Netflix, and going to get back to studying for the bar exam on Monday. Okay. Uh, i like to unwrap a little bit of this this update that we just received. I think that it was wrong of her. This is going to sound wrong. It was wrong of her to take her business to this platform. Oh, that's a whole conversation. Okay. Go ahead. I, I you know, if she didn't come to us, you know, we're we going to sit, we're going to point you the right direction every time. Mm-hmm. I, I believe, I so, I wholeheartedly believe that we're going to point you in the right direction. I believe taking it to a platform where people are going to persuade you in comments and likes. Based and, off of their experiences. Right. The taste of this, that's in their mouth at that moment. I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting the full story of what he thinks mm-hmm. about what is going on. Mm-hmm. You're giving me like little snippets of the whole story. Because I mean, if that it was if it was literally that cut and dry, then like, yeah, but nothing's ever that simple. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's parts of this story just like a movie that you can't just give me the trailer and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to go watch. True. Like I wanna I wanna know a little bit more who's acting on it. Mm-hmm. Who you know, mm-hmm. can I hear a little bit of the, you know, the side you know, the behind the scenes of mm-hmm. how it was created, how long did it take to be created? Mm-hmm. So has this been an ongoing problem? Mm-hmm. Is this a short term problem? Are you guys going to get back together? Or mm-hmm. is this like a, hey, he really doesn't like my job because this person who I work with is hitting on. It could be so many different things. It could be so much deeper. I don't yeah. know what is rooted behind. Uh-huh. Therefore... I'm going to chalk up to this. I don't think you should be taking your relationship advice on platforms where people are going to drop so many opinions mm-hmm. on what you should do that you end up taking some of them because they actually went through the same thing. Right, right. I feel that a hundred percent because sometimes I'm in business groups on Facebook and people are like, my husband just said he. He he hates my hair. What should I do? And like people are just straight up in there saying divorce him. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Um, but I, I would agree with you on um, taking this particular issue to um, the Lord first. Well, yes, for sure. But I was actually going to say I would agree with you on 
um, not taking the issue to it. That's why I should have started um, to this particular type of platform. Um, and I'm not even saying that like don't write into us or do write into. I'm not even saying that, but I am saying. Um, I really hope that both of you guys get where you need to be. And um, honestly, like if that was just like the straw that broke the camel's back, um, I, I think it's best for both of you to revisit the thought of marriage when you're both in a, an emotionally mature place to do so. Um, because I think that there's going to be many conversations where you do not agree in marriage, but it the show doesn't stop. Tweety ain't going to go back to his parents' house just because I, you know, we don't agree on something or we don't see eye to eye on something. That does not happen. We're going to stay in this house. We're not going to, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to get it together. We're going to figure it out. We're going to talk it out no matter how frustrated one of us or both of us gets. And then we're going to finally get to a resolve and we're going to get it right back together. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy all the time. Um, I do. It sounds like from your point of view, you were a little bit more willing to try to see it through, at least from what how you wrote the letter. Um, well, it wasn't a letter, but how you wrote the Instagram post. Um, but I just I really am interested to see what his side of the, the thing was. And if it truly was like the basis of I don't like that you make more money than me, then I mean, sis, you dodged the bullet. Just saying. The, the, this is the thing about internet and stories and one-sided stories from one perspective mm. is that you'll never get the full truth or the full understanding mm. because I believe that if you, if this issue was as dire, it wouldn't be taken to this source. I believe it should have been taken to premarital counseling. Sure. It would have been taken to a third party that was trusted, like yeah. a sister, a brother, a pastor, mm. a teacher, somebody in your circle, mm-hmm. assuming that you have it already. Mm-hmm. But if you have already taken to them, what did they say? Mm-hmm. And what did they point you to? Mm-hmm. Because you got to have somebody in your corner who's always going to point you back to the right person, the right mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. What to say, how to mm-hmm. say it. Mm-hmm. Have somebody who is non-biased. Yeah. About the emotional state that you're currently in, True. and more, more invested in the future you, right, and right, your relationship, right, right. And when you take it on internet, they're not invested in a year from now when you look back at this post and be like, yeah. "Dang, maybe I had a part to play in this." Yeah. Because we all have, in a relationship, it's never a one-sided thing, right. even if the other person is completely wrong. And it always comes back to a conversation, right? Always. So we're gonna end it on. Have the conversation with, you know, uh, what did you call him, Lawyer Bay? Um, well, they had the conversation and they done and he at his mama house. You so. know, probably changed already over time. I mean, I'm pretty sure they probably back together, engagement, and we're about to see photos from the same Instagram thing. Like, because it, 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 he was like, you need to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end it on that. We're going to say, one, learn and take your problems to God. Even sometimes when you take them to family members, you take them to your friends. Um, people don't know how to let go of things. Like they're gonna see yeah, you in the same light. Like true. you could have forgave. Patrice could have forgave me for something I you. did yeah. when it was six years ago. But she went and told somebody, yeah. and then that somebody's always gonna look me, look at me like upside my head because mm-hmm. I did this six years ago. And see, we're not encouraging people to just hold things in, right? But you need to be one just be discerning um 
I think that at any time, like Tweety and I have ever maybe needed a third party, it was an unbiased third party. It wasn't someone that liked me more than they liked him or liked him more than they liked me or anything like that, but truly was um, 100% invested in who we were to be and what what rock we stood on when we said I do. Right. And so I would 100% um, recommend that to not just Lawyer Bay and Problematic, Everybody. not so Bay, but to anybody who's desiring marriage, who's married who's getting married preparing to get married um to to you know everybody ain't gotta know you're not being secretive because people don't know but like it's a little something called working it out it's a little something called getting through things and talking things out with the people that it concerns um because we need to do that and we need to normalize that i agree with that we're gonna jump into the tax because we gave you so much to just digest. I mean, you thought the bill was fifteen hundred dollars, but it really ended up it's being twenty eight hundred. And uh-huh. you're like, how did it get up there? Because of the taxes, the tax. All right, guys, we're gonna jump into at tax. This is our favorite part of the podcast. What well, is it? Your favorite? I think it's mine. It's it's it's. I mean, I'm indifferent about it. I mean, it's like to add tax and then a little shim, 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 shim. But anyway, um, so we're just going to add a little something more than what you came here for. Um, just to give you a little shim to think about on that week before we talk to you guys again. So, Twitter, do you want to add the tax? Yes. Um, my tax this week is, um, uh, how do I want to place it? Is guys really been dealing with me about learning new skills um, and I wanted to open up a little bit more and share about my experience of learning skills during, you know, QT time, quarantine time, and mm-hmm. um, how God is telling me to, uh, you know, Patrice, me and Patrice, I was talking about strategy over hustle, um, how to strategize some of the moves and some of the skills that you want to apply. So at the beginning of March, I wanted to learn how to edit photos, and I wanted to learn so that we can have better photos on our business pages, our personal right. pages. Right. So I took a mission to go to YouTube University yeah. and learn as much as I can mm-hmm. about editing photos, not so I can go out and become a famous photographer, but so I can use the skill in in the business, in in-house. The business, yeah. in-house. Yeah. So I don't got to outsource mm-hmm. some of that work. Mm-hmm. So um, I took about two or three months of just like really studying trial error trial error trial error some photos never made the day of light and finally dawned on me just to try it try it out myself play around with the software learn the software in and out learn the words that Mm -hmm. they were using and what it meant Mm -hmm. and of lately like you know our photography skills are really improving as far as like the editing Mm -hmm. and so for me, one of the skills was, okay, I learned that. Next, I want to apply that and use it in videography, cinematography, mm-hmm. right. and, and, and do some of the skill sets that we, or do some of the uh, prod- projects that we wanted to accomplish at the top of the year. Yes. So I wanted to read to y'all the definition of skill, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's intimidating mm-hmm. when you hear, I'm going to learn a new skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could learn a new skill like in six hours yeah. if you're willing. Right. So the, the definition of skill, and I'm done giving out too much. Um, skill means the ability to use one's knowledge effectively and readily in execution mm-hmm. or performance. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the ability to know something. 
it's also the ability to execute that something when it's demanded upon you. Right. A lot of people have a skill, but they don't know how to apply the skill. Mm -hmm. So God is really giving people with less skill, more skills, because mm -hmm. th those people know how to apply the skills. Mm. So sometimes people are wondering, how's this person advancing uh, uh, faster than me? And they just started. Mm -hmm. How's this person like getting to the next level? And they don't know as much as I know. Mm -hmm. You know, but you don't apply. Mm -hmm. So God takes that same halfway knowledge that you have and just drops it in somebody else and they run off with it. Mm -hmm. So in this season, God is asking me to tell people that if you have a knowledge or a skill on something, if you don't use it, you will lose it. And that's it. That's it. That's that. I'm done. All right, guys. My ad tax, um, man, Tweety, you just, my edges. Could you please go get the, the broom and sweep them up real quick, please? Um, Help your wife out. I have to say, confidence beats the confidence. Um, I think that for so long, we tend to just place our confidence in confidence, like worldly confidence, fleshly confidence is, is purely based off of, or at least mostly based off of mood, off of your feelings, off of um, the way you feel about yourself in that moment, in that time. Um, and then that's how sometimes you can see people who are usually very confident have a rough or a down day. But I really want to encourage you and remind you that God never changes. We change every day, but God does not change. And so that just continuing to have that confidence, just walking boldly in who he is and who he called you to be and realize also that you're changing every single day. Um, and so as you align yourself with Christ, as you're starting off the day, ending the day, midday, whenever you're, you're spending your time with Christ, honestly, um, I really want to challenge myself to just spend an entire day um, and just see um, some of the transformations in my mind take place with that because I'm really um, in a place of just hunger for him, more of him and, and, and wanting to take more of him than and less of me for sure. So confidence is what I'm leaning on in this season and every season thereafter. But anyway, guys, we have um, did our just do. We love you. We really do mean it. Yes, we do. Pay your invoices, people. And we got to tell them how they're going to do it. Okay. You know, All right. It, you know, You're right. Be, we just be, be yelling at them yeah, and going could, off. And it's it could not, be it's Zelle. Not nice. It could be PayPal. It could or be, it could be in the form of a review on Apple Podcasts. And that's what we're talking about right there. So <laughs> if you have your iTunes, you know. Right or, now. Or at you know, this moment. Apple Podcasts for the fancy folks. Um, even on Simplecast, what what I want you to do is review us so we can keep going up. We want to move from 200 to 100, mm -hmm. 100 to 50, 50 to 20, 20 to 1. Mm -hmm. That's where we're trying to go. Because we see the goals. We see uh, our numbers are climbing. Mm -hmm. So thank y'all for listening. One, thank you. We appreciate y'all. Uh, and we want to say just like the walls. It blows of, me that people actually listen to us sometimes. I, I just... That that gets me every time. Have you no faith, lady? I mean, it's not that. It's really not that. I wasn't trying to overly converse um, because <laughs> I know we were closing out. But, like, I just want to say thank you. Right. Um, it means a lot. Seriously, thank you. You know, it's we talk a lot about, you know, having faith, stepping out, doing things. Um, and just and just moving and progressing and you know there are days where it's super easy to do the podcast and there are days where it's not sometimes and we want to thank you guys for listening enjoying the content growing with us um, we want to encourage anybody that when you start things you do grow 
Like if you keep going, you will grow. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid to fail forward. Um, go ahead, sweetie. You were you were closing us out with the benediction. The benediction is this. Just like the walls of Jericho, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh, I'm going to break down before we close. I'm going to give you just five cents. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm done. The walls of you Jericho. giving them a credit on their, ne- their next invoice? This is for the next podcast uh-huh. for y'all because we're we getting at the end of season one. I'm just, I'm preparing y'all. Yes. I know y'all don't want it to end. Yeah. But season one is coming closer it's, it's, to the it's, end. It's soon, yes. So you better it's enjoy it while, while you got us. So right. as we turning up at the end, we're giving y'all some. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the walls of Jericho. The word Jericho means concealed. Mm. So a lot of people have to understand that there's a lot of concealed information that God has for you. But in order to get to the concealed revelation, the concealed blessing, the concealed gift, Mm -hmm. you have to march around that same concealment over and over and over to show your faith in God, not your faith in the concealment, not your faith in those things, but the faith in God. you better stop preaching like this. I'm going to need you to uh, cut this off and come preach to me in that that room up there. Uh, (laughs) You're going to get all the words you need. (laughs) 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 Don't worry about that. You're going to get a blessing Uh, in the name. Oh, wow. Uh, So, back to what I was saying. As as you are really looking at the concealment, I want you to remove your eyes from what is concealed and put your eyes on what God has said. The promise. The promise was victory. So if God told you victory is yours, stop looking at the problem in front of you, Mm -hmm. which is the concealment or the Mm -hmm. problem of like, oh man, as we're as we're, as they're marching, don't you think people throwing arrows? Don't you think people are talking? Don't you think people are coming from the nosebleeds talking about, you know, that's what they doing over there. But don't, People are going to do that. Mm -hmm. But as you are walking, walk firmly Mm -hmm. and with fervor. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? That is a word. Fervently. Mm -hmm. Walk fervently Mm -hmm. in the Lord, knowing that he's going to pull you through for that victory. Mm -hmm. So for me, you ask me some days, what makes me tick? Day after day after day after mm-hmm. day is knowing that God has me on assignment. Mm-hmm. That I'm not doing this for emotion's sake, for mm-hmm. people's sake, mm-hmm. for money's sake. I'm mm-hmm. doing it because God called me to it. When God calls you to something, you give it everything you have. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to end on. Give it everything you have every single day. Make Stop with count. excuses. Make it count. That's it. That's all. Peace. We out. Bye. You about to lose your job. Yep. Or gain another one. (laughs) Or make another one. Or hire somebody. (laughs) (laughs) The choice is yours. yours. Goodbye. Have a lovely day. (laughs)